Round one, go. All right, all right, all right. It is, uh, you know, it's Saturday. What are you going to say? It's Saturday. Everybody's home from work today. Oh, wait, they're home from work every day. This is Doug Bassler. And Marty McClendon, Doug and Marty versus the world. Not everybody's home. Of course, every, we have every essential day workers. We have people working in healthcare. We have people working in law enforcement. So I want to give a shout out to all of you that are actually holding down the fort while many and are especially, home. especially the baristas at the drive through Starbucks. Otherwise, Marty's life would be destroyed. Exactly right. And <laughs> as many of them as I patron. Exactly right. <laughs> are you tipping them? I in, am. In a safe Purell coated uh, way, brother. It was funny. I was at one the other day to this point, not that everybody needs to know this, but they would be very careful on handing me my money back without touching my hand. Uh, it was, it was funny. Um, Dirty money. It, well, it's, it's, I understand being careful and it is, but, and we talked last week about, especially when it's you. over, over cautious and it's <laughs> the, the, um, it's not gotten any better, brother. It, it's gotten, well, obviously, there's more cases. Well, if nothing else, yeah. America's going to be a cleaner, healthier, safer place going forward. Exactly you know, right. What do they say? It takes two, three weeks to build a habit, right? Was it 21 days? Isn't that what 21 days, yeah. So 21 days of this, and we're all going to be washing our hands. It's going to be great, brother. Well, it's funny. I saw people putting scripture out there about there's a scripture verse about wash your hands. Well, you know, part of it is cleanliness. The idea that the germs do spread. Yeah. Okay. I'll pitch this out to our listeners today. And of course to, to you, brother, you know, there's this thing going around saying that major, the majority of our germs, majority of these flu virus, majority of these pandemics uh, um, go through handshaking. They're, they're, there's this movement now to say, let's stop handshaking. Just get do away with it. It's a, it's, it's a, a middle ages thing to make sure that someone wasn't carrying a broadsword in their hand. And so we're, we're involved in the political realm. Handshaking is part of who we do. What do you do if you don't handshake? Do you fist bump? Do you chest bump? Do you, uh, you know, bow, what is it? bow you know? like the Asians, bow like the Asians, right? Yes. Keeping your eyes bow. up, making sure. Yeah. I can do that. And then do a roundhouse kick. Now, um, <laughs> that's kickboxing. I'm sorry, brother. Yes. Uh, at least we're not sumo wrestling because I could never look good in one of those outfits. I don't think anybody's supposed to look good in one of those. Just like, <laughs> if you're bad enough to wear one of those sumo outfits, you've got to be strong. Man. It was I'm on TV the other day, and I watched it, and I was like, no, I'm not thinking national pastime here. Maybe Japan. That's right. Hey, did you hear Nikki Haley? has kind of broken with the president on this uh, corporate bailout thing. She is stepping down from Boeing um, and, you know, kind of over this, you know, gee, we shouldn't give Boeing lots of money. So you know what that absolutely proves, right? What's that? She doesn't live in Seattle. I'm just <laughs> <True>. saying, brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. We need to talk about this, Doug. Uh, and I know that many of our listeners, either they're paying attention or our listeners, of course, are. But the, the amount of government intrusion upon our lives um, in the shadow or in light of this coronavirus. You know, I understand we have to fight this. I understand there's this things. But literally, it's it, during 9-11, we passed the Patriot Act. And, we, and we've talked about how poorly that was. I set up the FISA court. I set up all this stuff where we lost our Fifth Amendment, our Fourth Amendment rights, and so many others. Now we're seeing uh, this 
gung-ho, especially in Democrat-led states, um, left-leaning, Democrat-control, like, like majority states, where they're like, hey, this is a great opportunity to implement socialist policies. Not only do we want to do this, but even Jenny Durkin the other day during the interview was saying, hey, what a great way to be bold and, and implement these policies. And I was like, no, the vote of the people should still be sacrosanct. We're giving you emergency powers to deal with the emergency, not put in your wish list that you couldn't get past the voters, wouldn't you say? Yeah, well, you know, Solowinski once said, and he was a wise Democrat, never let a crisis go to waste. So um, they're just Alinskites. Um, I'm just really, really surprised, brother. Um, you know what the word sacrosanct means, and I just, I never did. So I'm going to have to look that up <laughs> on the break. I don't want to do it while we're, no, I mean, seriously, though, it is, um, it's interesting watching, you know, Jay Inslee with glee say how much he hates doing this. It's just, it, like I said last week, right? It's like when Barack Obama said, well, we don't really want to take over General Motors, but here we go. But here we go. Or Nancy Pelosi saying, we're doing it. It's a very somber moment, but we have to impeach the president. And would you yeah. like a free pen? It's awesome. Right, yeah, here, I have a pen. And then they're partying <laughs> and doing selfies. Ooh. I mean, no one can actually believe this. What are your, I don't care where you're at in the political spectrum. They love this. This is political gain. And they shouldn't be able to, I'm they, those in political power, shouldn't be able to use these emergency powers in a sense to spend money on things that shouldn't, that isn't directly related to the emergency, you know? Okay. So did you see what was in the first house stimulus package that was passed? Cause I did not, I didn't get a chance to look at it, but I saw what um, the Senate majority leader said when he said, you know, just gag and vote for it because they put pork in there, right? Yep. They they pork. Not only did they put pork in there, they put through. funding for Planned Parenthood in there. Ah, well, you know, Planned Parenthood, they, they're definitely in danger of going broke, especially here in Washington. <laughs> so, you know, and that is about as in the cheek as I can get my tongue. They're not gone broke. Why? Why are we giving, you know, this organization that was, that was founded to wipe out African-Americans, to wipe out the black folks and and is doing an, an amazing job, by the way, because most of the abortions are from the black community. I mean, yep. this is outrageous. I don't know, you know the current numbers, but uh, numbers recently in the last couple of years was 80% of abortions were done in black neighborhoods or black babies. That's, that's wrong. That's, that's, that is terrible. Over, so 20 million, the, over 20 million yeah. black babies. Since that is Roe v. Wade. atrocious. It's, it's genocide and it's not right. Now that said, there is such a political sort of like um, – you're either on the side of Planned Parenthood or you're pro-life. And that battle is getting bigger and bigger. We saw it, we're seeing on the national level where states uh, one by one are passing laws that say, hey, babies are humans. We're seeing more and more technology, more and more science that if they have a heartbeat, if they're born, they should be able to live. Those are all mm -hmm. common sense things. And yet we have this comprehensive sex education here driven and funded and supported by Planned Parenthood that says no amendments, no protections for kids. You know, there's if you get if you get lots and lots of teenage girls and even preteen girls pregnant, it's a huge, you know, increase in sales. Right. With no parental notification in schools. Not even required. 15 right? or 16. Right. They can go see a doctor. And, you know, a, all this stuff is really, really evil. And I will say that. So the issue of life is huge. But but we also have to understand that they are that they're full funded. They're tied into a lot of these um, leftist politicians are owe 
their position. It's all like Bloomberg said, you know, I bought, you know, these positions in Congress, $150 million the last election. You know, it was a, a moment of truth for him. Planned Parenthood, and we know my former opponent in the 26th and many others, even the, the Speaker of the, of the Washington House now has ties to Planned Parenthood. She whose name will not be spoken, Emily Randall. Just kidding. Exactly um, right. So, okay. So this is uh, one of the real challenges that we have right now with the um, uh, the coronavirus statewide emergency that's going on, and that is our attention mm-hmm. is not is being taken off of these outrageous tax increases. Now I'm super excited. Uh, uh, Representative Sutherland, a friend of ours, put out a, a, a press release here a couple of days ago saying, hey, we need to cut property taxes. We need to cut taxes. You're putting people out of work and you still expect them to pay this $53 billion tax increases that you guys have passed over the last two years, right? Right. And, um, but this comprehensive sex education, we've got till June, whatever, let's just say June 1st or June 10th, whatever day it is to get 129,000 signatures. How are we going to do that if we can't talk to each other? Right. Exactly right. Um, so we we would want at that point we want to uh, maybe sue. We would want to do something. Right. We need to get. We need help. Now, okay, we're gonna have. We I guarantee that we will get the the sponsors for the initiative and the referendum on the show. To, so you know. But be aware, just like back um, many many years ago when they had the referendum and the initiative on the marriage issue. Yeah. There was issues, but people were confused on which one to sign, and there wasn't collaboration and coordination. I've been, I've been assured that we're going to collaborate. The idea here is there's going to be a referendum, which brings it towards the people on the ballot, and an initiative that brings it into law. So both are avenues, and we want to sign both of those. We have to send a very loud, clear message to all those in political power that we do not want the government, we do not want Planned Parenthood sexualizing our kindergartners and our, and our grade schoolers. This is a and our teenagers and teenager. anybody. Yep. Else. Look, you know, the, the commandment is you shall not commit adultery. Okay, so why are we not allowed to say abstinence? Yeah. Some people, abstinence, right? You get sexually transmitted diseases. I mean, some of this stuff will kill you, right? Yes. AIDS will yep. kill you, right? And then it's all kind of other, you know, what we, what the Bible says is deviant behavior. Man shall not lie with a man as a man lies with a woman, whatever you can't do, you know, I mean, I'm surprised they don't have bestiality in there or whatever, but they have all this stuff in there about, you know, it's all about you. You're an animal, act like an animal. And, and one of the things that, that sets us apart from an, the animals, I mean, we have functions that are, mm-hmm. you know, natural, what the, you know, the Bible calls our flesh, right? But, right. But, you know, we eat with silverware for a reason. We do our laundry and wear clothes for a reason. We're not animals. So why should we be animals when it comes to procreation and sexual pleasure and things like that? We're, we're the, literally the only creature on the planet that really has choice. It isn't driven by instinct. We have choice to choose so we can freely give ourselves to worship God or to choose not to. There was no here. cow that ever built a rocket and went to the moon, okay? Right. You know, or dogs uh, build, and cats uh, don't build skyscrapers. They don't build guns. They don't build like gun, uh, cars. Don't build jump cars. Off, right. They also don't make, you know, they don't drive cars off of cliffs, you know, and thinking they can do it or something. Right. But we have a choice to do what we, with this gift we've been given, our brain, our, cho- our, our spirit and so forth. So you're right. Uh, but we, sh- we are different in that way. Allows us to actually form groups, come together, collaborate, you know, 
Um, you don't see a whole lot of uh, cowherds um, creating war against each other either, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and if we were like certain animals, certain animals mate for life. They have yeah. faithfulness, right? And things like right. that. Okay. So, but I mean, dang, you know, in the animal kingdom, you don't see a lot of, you know, sex for pleasure type thing anyway it is for reproduction and stuff like that now i'm not saying sex isn't pleasurable but in the in the confines of marriage god's given us all of this you know great amazing uh incredible pleasure and joy and everything else that comes from sex in the confines of man one man one woman marriage it's awesome it's in the bible i like it having having a great time got five kids you know yep some guy said to me once, he goes, you know, I could tell you how that happens. I said, I think I could tell you how it happens. Well, you tell me how it happens. How many kids you got? So, anyway. Yeah, the, you learn like and to, it's intentional. I like to brag, but I like to brag. I have a friend of mine over here. He happens to be of the LDS faith, but uh, he's got 11 kids now. 11. And, and they aren't done yet. I'm like, holy moly. Just go, and, baby. I mean, if look, praise God. That's good for him. Uh, and it's good for him and his wife, but that's a lot of kids. <laughs> and you know it's a uh there's a lot to talk about we're going to be back with more doug and marty versus the world after the break and uh it's going to be non-stop so you might want to call a friend and have them tune in this is doug bassler and marty mcclendon we'll be right back For our government to work the way it was intended, citizens from all walks of life must volunteer to run for elected offices. But how do you begin? EasyPoliticalCampaigns.com can help. You'll receive expert help to navigate your campaign and communicate your message. From candidate filing to voters' pamphlet statements, fundraising, and social media, you'll find what you need to run an effective and affordable campaign. EasyPoliticalCampaigns.com. The road to victory starts here. This is Claire. Claire has a great business and she wanted to advertise on YouTube, but she didn't know how. It was all so confusing. Setting up an account, choosing keywords and demographics, and she didn't know how to make a video. Then Claire discovered the secret to great YouTube ads. The experts at EasyYouTubeAds.com took care of all the details from account setup and management to producing her video ads. Now Claire's friends all want to know how she got so smart. EasyYouTubeAds.com. No experience necessary. And we're back. It's round two. This is Doug Bassler. And Marty McClendon. Doug and Marty versus the world. Welcome back to the show. We appreciate you. We're praying for you. You know, we know in this time when, you know, the kids are home for most families, the families that we're trying to figure things out, a new way of things, right? Uh, we've talked about sometimes you just need to go for a walk. You need to get out of the house. Things are, you know, I've heard, I've seen memes where, you know, the kids are home and one of them's gotten spelled already and, you know, they're, you know, fight with a teacher and so forth. But I saw this article, Doug, this week where spring break is happening and all these spring breakers are still going to Corona, Daytona Beach, they're still going. And they're, instead of Miami. no social distancing, they're okay. like tens of thousands of people all beach going, all right, whatever. Now I know that this, this virus thing is affecting people usually older, not really affecting people younger. But remember that attitude when you're younger, when like, ah, I'm invincible, right? Invincibles, I, the invincibles, in, that's what they call them. Right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a bit of, you know, obviously not to be careless, but there's, 
there's something that's um, we need to bring back that, that invincibility, that idea that, yeah, we trust God. We're in, you know, we're going to be, you know, we're going to be wise and, and take good precautions, but we're not going to be fearful. We're not going to be afraid. I think, I think sometimes when driving or, or sports or especially these really intense stuff, when you're afraid is when you make mistakes. So I think part of that is just to take a little bit of enjoyment from that and say, all right, let's be safe, but not, just not be paralyzed by fear for what's around us, right? Yeah. Well, there's some definitely some good deals on airline tickets. I was uh, shopping for a ticket to go to uh, uh, Phoenix to maybe possibly visit my elderly parents down there. And it was, uh, you know, like $39 round trip. That's fantastic. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, And my wife said, yeah, you're not taking any Washington viruses to your elderly parents forget about it. Well, the sunshine is supposed to kill it. I've told anything above 80 degrees is supposed to kill it. So yeah. uh, I think know, virus take one look at my old man and it, it, it commits suicide anyway, because he's just a rough, tough. I, I think a Doug and Marty road trip to Phoenix sounds really good. I'm just yeah, saying. on airplane. <laughs> I mean, if nothing else, let's go get some sun. I mean, yeah, I would, I would be at Disneyland right now. It's literally like $50 round trip to. Wow. You know, but, but however, did you closed. see did you see the picture? This is for all our listening audience as well. Go online and look up the pictures of Vegas. Vegas is shut down. I mean, the casinos are empty. The 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 strip is empty. I think that's probably not a bad thing, but it's probably hasn't happened in our lifetime. You know, it's wow. <laughs> I think when I went online to check the rates to to uh vegas they were actually paying us to come i think it's like you know if you'll fly to vegas round trip we will give you two hundred dollars there we go <laughs> so, right and you can come like, gamble but please bring free. money you know do something and can you imagine and, the amount the the financial impact that is having on vegas i mean billions. they're literally it's, it's got to be billions or yeah. even more i mean insane. more than billions what's more than billions trillions Multiple billions you know because you got you got the money we know about the money we don't know about but it's still you know it's Vegas, so. Yeah, so um, you got lots of toilet paper? And, you know, we did not. Um, I called our, I called our friend Art Coday today, and he said his toilet paper had been wiped out. No pun, but on some. <laughs> I said, Art, I'm going to have to say that on the radio. No, my gosh, that. no, that's funny. Uh, you know, and, and that's probably doctor humor there as well. Yes, but, it is. Um, my wife actually mentioned this, and, and this is a little personal in the McClendon household, we have plenty. We didn't hoard it. We didn't go out and get extra. But she goes, you know, you might want to not use as much. I go, oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, um, use both sides. You're a conservative. <laughs> you know, you're a conservative. Use both sides of toilet paper. We used to we used to make jokes like that. You know, you're a conservative. You know, when your car right. has two hundred and fifty thousand miles on it or whatever. Um, my dad you used to be a conservative. Was you might yes. be a redneck, right? Right. So my dad and used I to had say about cowboys. This. Wait, wait, wait. Cowboys though. You ever heard about the finger method? Uh, uh, sure. See, this is a cowboy way. Basically, you you take a, a little, um, make a hole, put your finger in it, use it, and then take that little piece you pulled out and clean your fingernail out. You know, so yeah, clean your finger off. Sure, right. That's cowboy. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's Gross. why I don't hang out with Marty. That's why we're doing this via <laughs> Zoom today because Marty uses you know different methods. But yes. uh, you know, you and I were talking about this before we went on the air today about how um, a lot of people this is not a lifestyle change. Like for my family, we didn't have to run out and buy hand sanitizer because we have hand sanitizer. We have a lot of it. Right. At Christmas, my wife puts the little, the little hand sanitizers that are, have the scents. 
yeah. know, strawberry yeah. and all this stuff in our, in our Christmas stockings. You know, I give more hand sanitizer. I could go into the hand sanitizer, you know, black market right now and probably, you know, get enough for my child's college education. Um, so I went, I went yeah. to the, I went to the store and, and they had cases and cases of toilet paper that they'd set out in front of the empty shelves and people were picking up the case boxes and putting them in their baskets. And that was all they were buying. And I'm thinking you can't eat that people. You know, I mean, yeah, you're going to have lots of toilet paper, but you're going to. I, I think part of that though is the power of suggestion, you know, that they interviewed someone the other day who was stocking up on it and they, and, and they asked him, why are you packing up so much toilet paper? He goes, because the guy before me did it. Someone else did it. And, you know, and without any fear, kind of fear tying, of loss. Yeah. Yeah. Fear of loss. And it's like, well, they're doing, I don't want to be miss out on it. And, well, okay. It's not related. Yes. We all need TP. However, T, it, um, coronavirus in its form is not a, you know, it's not a downside. It's an upside. It's respiratory. It's not a, you know, di yeah. diarrhea type thing. Yeah. It's not, it's not Pepto-Bismol. Exactly you know, right. So, thing. It is interesting. But, but it's true, you know, if you're a person that, you know, I, I appreciate what you were saying earlier about the handshake thing. I think that is going away. I mean, I tried to shake somebody's hand the other day and they're like, hmm, I ain't shaking your hand. I'm like, well, I ain't, who, what are you saying about me? I mean, you know, gosh. Right. Right. But, 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 being, the, but yeah. it, it's just kind of gone away. And I found myself doing that as well. And I've had people like trying to challenge me. Like, Come on, shake my hand. I mean, we're not, you know, we're tough. We're Christians or whatever. I'm like, nope. I'm not doing it because now, now I'm going to be rebellious against you. But, um, <laughs> well, I, I thought about it the other day because I was, remember the Trump rally in 2016 when I was running for Lieutenant governor and up there, I shook like 10,000 hands, literally 10,000 hands as they went into the building. You couldn't do that today. I, I wonder how many of them would actually not even reach their hand out. Fist you know? bumps. It's going to yeah. be fist bumps, elbow bumps. Of course, you don't want to do elbow bumps because we're trained to sneeze into our elbow and cough into our elbow. So that an yeah. elbow bump is actually worse. But we used to cough into our hand, right? <laughs> right, right, right. People, yeah. So, so I don't know whether it be a fist thing or you know uh, whatever. Fist bump, uh, but foot bump, fist bump, bow. Yeah. You yeah. Know, knock heads together. I don't know what is. I it? like bowing. How it's about you. if we just punch each other in the stomach <laughs> as hard as we can? Well, I, growing up, we punch each other each in other the arm. In the arm yeah. Right. Come on. Well, that was how I dated my first girlfriend. I used to punch her in the arm. You know. She was uh, like, no. "Why are you doing that?" And I was like, "As I'm stupid. I'm, I'm an idiot. Yes, that's anything. right." <laughs> so okay. Um, Mr. Bassler, I know that you are a mega millionaire, you're super rich, so you this wouldn't apply to you, but what do you think from our listening audience to, about the, the Senate and the House and, and Trump signing this sort of stimulus checks, right, for the people that are being hit at home? And, you know, it says the um, people making less than 99000 will get money, uh, making less than $70,000, they will get 1200 bucks per person. Um, that's a lot of money and 500 bucks for the kids. Don't forget that. Yeah, so at my yeah. house, uh, I think, I don't know that my son would get one. I know, I know my adult daughter would get one. And then I have a child that is 16. Mm -hmm. So basically between me and my wife and my 16 year old, we're going to get what? $2,900. So this go. brings me to the stock market. Because right. I told my wife, I said, if we're going to get $2,900, let's buy Microsoft or let's buy stock right now because stock is a bargain. Exactly right. The stock market is ridiculously in, in a, you know, it's like, I don't want to get too much into the prophetic, but I felt like the Lord said, as far as they push it down, it's like pushing a rock into a slingshot. As they yep. push it down, push it down. When they let go, it's going to go, it's going to hit 
you know, 25, 27, 30,000, who knows, 35,000. So what I've decided to do, and this is not, you know, please invest wisely. Yes. <laughs> Don't listen to yes. just or whatever you're going to do. But I actually talked to my wife. I said, hey, it's money we weren't expecting. If they send us checks, let's put it in our 401. Let's get it into a mutual fund. Let's buy some stock. Let's have, let's do something. It's like free money to invest. What would happen if that doubled? Now you take that 2,900, now you got six grand, right? Exactly because, right. Yeah. Because the market goes up or whatever. Because the market is really a bargain right now. I think this economy is going to come roaring back as soon as this crisis ends. What do you think? I'm thinking the same thing. I mean, first of all, I don't know. I mean, obviously, it's going to stimulate the economy. People will have money to spend. They'll feel better. They, they may be still worried, but investing it in something that will grow, investing it in their kids in the future, investing in whatever, it will give it in. An, an put it in the offering tray. That's investing it in heaven too, right? Yep. And then, of course, what will happen too is, is there's a lot of businesses, a lot of small businesses are struggling. They're going to have disposable income and that they can spend and, and revitalize things. And you're right. The stock market is going to come back, roaring back, which, I, you know, I, I fully believe that. Um, but then, you know, we, this, this, we don't know when this is going to end. We had a, a company meeting even today talking about, well, if, if it ends, you know, in 30 days, we're good. If it ends in 60 days, we're okay. If it ends in 180 days, we're not okay. You know, and that's a lot of businesses out there are talking that way. Like, okay. Uh, how long can we last with this? Because this is not being caused by the virus, it's being caused by the response to it, right? And the fear of it. So it's how do fear, we do this? Fear-based. Okay, so yeah. um, the Lord is in it. I don't think yes. the Lord, I don't think the Lord uh, did it, but I think we have a, a situation here where we can look at Romans where it says everything works together for good for those that love the Lord and called according to his purpose. All right, so... First of all, I don't think it's going to be no 180 days. I don't think it's going to be 60 days. I think it might be 30 days, Mm -hmm. but that means we got three weeks to go, right? Because it's been a a week since the first, you know, emergency declaration. So, um, so I'm, uh, I feel like if, if we saw the scenario play out that you, that you just laid out, there would be so many brick and mortar businesses that would be gone forever. I mean, yes. the, the, as, as everybody's trained to just buy online, you know, maybe that's the stock you need. Maybe you need some Amazon, <laughs> you know, or whatever, right? Because, oh my gosh, everybody's being trained to buy online. My wife uh, got a offer online from Bed Bath & Beyond about like hand soap. It was like a really good deal. So she, she bought some because like we go through that. Right. And uh, I said, I bet they didn't have any hand sanitizer. And she says, that button wasn't even, you could click on it all you want. Nothing happened. <laughs> and and uh, I said, well, they're, they're doing smart. They're selling what they got, not what they don't got. But they're selling online, right? Bed, Bath & Beyond is like, you know, they're everywhere, right? But exactly they're all right. closed if the That's malls are closed. And so, so, obviously, we're praying for business. We're praying for the idea that we'll be restored. But this is an opportunity. And then one of my pastor friends, I know we're coming up on a break here, is also saying during this time, while we're at home, while we're not, uh, while we're working, but not in our normal routine, it's an opportunity for us to serve our neighbors. It's an opportunity to reach out. It's an opportunity to encourage people and to give them hope in the one that gives hope, Jesus Christ. You know? That's right. Well, this is Doug Bassler and Marty McClendon, Doug and Marty versus the world. When you want to take your business to the next level, nothing drives traffic and increases sales like TV advertising. And easytvspots.com is your best choice for high quality, effective TV ads. 
Contact us today to learn how easy it is to reach thousands of your ideal prospects with targeted, addressable TV. Grow your sales, revenue, and profit the easy way with EasyTVSpots.com. Broadcast, cable, and online TV made easy. This is Claire. Claire has a great business, and she wanted to advertise on YouTube, but she didn't know how. It was all so confusing. Setting up an account, choosing keywords and demographics, and she didn't know how to make a video. Then Claire discovered the secret to great YouTube ads. The experts at EasyYouTubeAds.com took care of all the details, from account setup and management to producing her video ads. Now Claire's friends all want to know how she got so smart. EasyYouTubeAds.com. No experience necessary. For our government to work the way it was intended, citizens from all walks of life must volunteer to run for elected offices. But how do you begin? EasyPoliticalCampaigns.com can help. You'll receive expert help to navigate your campaign and communicate your message. From candidate filing to voters' pamphlet statements, fundraising, and social media, you'll find what you need to run an effective and affordable campaign. EasyPoliticalCampaigns.com. The road to victory starts here. Three bells and all is well. This is Doug Bassler. And Marty McClendon. You know, welcome back to Doug and Marty versus the world. And we're talking a lot about the, the economy and the virus and families. We want to encourage you as well. I know I walked out uh, today after working at, on my computer. My neighbor was out on their deck, you know, kind of enjoying their backyard, working on their laptop. And they go, it's the new normal. I go, well, great. She's like, almost because then her kids were interrupting. The dog was there. And, you know, I go, I get it. Um, because we still have to function. We still have to be productive. Um, but not having to commute, uh, having a little bit extra time for dinner, um, having your kids be really interested in what's going on and, and, and seeking answers. I think it's an opportunity that I think don't waste it. Uh, be encouraged that, yeah, yep, I know, but trust and have faith that this is a, a small moment in time and we're come back stronger as Doug has been saying. So. I had a, I mean, a couple of nights ago, we played family games. We haven't done that for yes. a long time. And last night, we, uh, Callie says, let's read a story out loud. We'll all take turns. So we started reading The Hobbit out loud. And I, you know, we got through like three chapters and I'm like, you know, guys, we don't have to read the whole book in one night. <laughs> And, right. but there, but it was really great. You know, we were all taking turns and, and, you know, in the hot, the book is way better than the movie, right? Cause it's more detailed. It's more right. interesting right. and all that, even though we all kind of know how it's going to turn out, you know, Bilbo's going to get a chest of gold, you know, Thorn Oak and Shield's going to get, was going to die, right. whatever. But I love it though. It's yeah. a great, it, it, it's just been, um, you know, are we taking advantage? I think that's what you were saying, right? Are we taking advantage of this time, you know, to get closer to the Lord, read our Bibles, right? Spend that time that you're not having to commute in your Bible. You know, a, you know this, that's my habit, right? I, I get up in the morning and I, 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 you know, put the coffee on and I pray while it's brewing. And then I'm, when it's done brewing, I get the coffee, grab my Bible, get my journal, just go for it. Just spend time with the Lord. And, um, and it's wonderful, and in, 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 in this time of uncertainty, he will make things certain for you. He will bring the certainty of his awesomeness and his power and his ability to take care of it. And he's telling us rejoice. He's kind of like giving the whole world a sabbatical, right? Everybody's, right. everybody's got a little time off. The kids are out of school. It's, you know, and the, and the cool thing is you can't jump in the car and go do all that stuff that you need a vacation for when you come back from your vacation because everything's closed. Right. So just, there you go. Have to stay and home. 
Well, and there's only limited places to spend I do, money. I do miss bowling, though, brother. I, I do miss the bowling as well. <laughs> a little bit. One quick story. Over here, a, a friend of mine and a friend of yours, um, the local retired, used to be uh, worked for a company that sold candy bars, uh, had an idea. He said, you know what? We need to support our local businesses, our local small businesses that are struggling, and, and, and support our first responder, those that are working in healthcare, those that are working in you know, the fire department and so forth. So what he did is posted out there that I'm buying 20 pizzas. I'm bringing 10 pizzas to um, Mary Bridge Hospital uh, in, for lunch, and I'm bringing 10 pizzas for, um, for dinner shift and for the employees there. I go, what a great idea. What a way to think about, since I'm home, and I have resources and I want to support local businesses. What a great way to do it. So pick a hospital, whatever. So there's a lot of ways like there where we don't feel uh, helpless anymore. We, we, we feel like we're being productive. And so I just want to shout out. That was awesome, you know, uh, for and encourage people that there may be ideas just like that or similar around the state. I like pizza. I know, right? I, I don't really like hospital food, so that would be, you know, I can see a lot of benefit in that. That's really good. A great idea. What, right. What, you know, what can you do? Um, can you mow your neighbor's lawn? I don't know. Could you, you know, just be nice to people for a change? It's, it's been an interesting thing that um, people are, it does seem as though people are being a little bit more considerate, a little bit more patient. I I was at Fred Meyer's last night. My wife sent me to pick out a few things. I said, I'll go, um, not knowing that I was out of the frying pan and right. into the fire. Uh, I get down there and she's like, be sure to take a photo of the kind of cat litter that I have because I like this certain kind of cat litter and I didn't do it. Uh, but I get down there and the cat litter aisle is decimated. There's like, three boxes of cat litter and then it went from I like this certain kind to just get anything please right and I'm like you know is the kitty gonna be okay if we don't have fresh step or whatever it was so then she said and oh and I like I need some laundry detergent I like this certain brand and it's got the scent free and all and all these instructions right on my list there's right. no laundry detergent there's like three or four things you know you're gonna get you're going to get what they have and you're going to like it. I mean, I felt like I was a kid again. You're going to, you're getting the green beans and the, the peas and you're going to eat them. You know? I will, yeah, I will say I took my daughter to driver's ed up in Port Orchard, which is not in where we live. It's, it's about 20 minutes away and got there. And the Safeway there was packed full of people and packed full of uh, supplies. So they obviously got restocked there. And so it was probably the fullest I've seen a store with people and things about 2.30 in the afternoon. So go figure that out. Huh? So hopefully people are like, all right, you know, all right, I'm being careful. But I just never expected yeah. Yeah. a run on cat litter. I'm just well, like, really? That's not litter? one of those things you would think about, right? Well, and it's, you know, and right next to it is cat food. Tons right. of it. There's cat food, you know, galore. You got all the food you want. So don't feed the cat, but make sure he's got a place to go to the bathroom. No, is no, cat no. litter and toilet paper kind of connected i get it i they get it i get it come no. from the same yep because it, usually <laughs> you're not home to smell it but if you're home 24 7 and the cat litter is bugging oh you, my gosh never thought you might have to change it more i'm just saying okay now and how about the laundry <laughs> detergent is the laundry detergent my last grasp to be civilized i can wash my clothes i don't want to you know i don't want it, to it's what? weird because yeah. they go you go down some aisles and there's just 
tons of stuff, you know, and it's stuff that you need, you know, stuff right. you use. You go down some other aisle and somebody said, oh my gosh, we're going to run out of laundry detergent. And well, said, well, on what? that note too, think about I mean, it, right? You know, well, how many Gamble, people. Procter and Gamble put that out. They put that out. We're going to run out of laundry detergent. <laughs> <laughs> how many people though, where laundry piles up? It's, it's been washed, but you need to fold it, whatever. It's, it's always this constant struggle between dishes and laundry, but specifically laundry, whether folding socks. So if you're home while you're working, um, throwing a load in a lot of laundry in is much easier. I bet you across this state and probably across this nation, we probably have more laundry that's been washed recently than ever before. I'm telling you. <laughs> So it would make well, sense. Well, I know too. that. I think you're. I think you're absolutely right, and I'm pretty sure that Jeffrey Epstein did not hang himself. But those are some things that you know. Death taxes and Jeffrey Epstein didn't hang. Didn't himself. hang himself, right? <laughs> you see, isn't that funny? How we forgot all about Jeffrey Epstein. How about Henry? How about Weinstein? How about yeah. what Weinstein? Weinstein's he's got going to he's prison. He's got a locker. Yes, and he's got. Oh, I'm old. You know. He was he was pretty young and spry before he got busted, you know, hanging out with all them starlets. Now he's old and he's in frail health. And they went, yeah, how about 27 years in jail, buddy? Yep. You know? Yep. There so go. I guess they weren't buying that either. But I just thought that was hilarious. I'm like, oh, look at him. He's got and himself a walker and everything. He playing it up, right? He he's like brown actors. It's crazy. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> So, um, this, uh, and then there's the rumors, the rumors. Do you love the rumors? Well, it depends on what rumors you're talking about. Well, if you get a respirator and you put iodine on it, you'll be safe. Uh, You're a medical professional was iodine. So I just, I just, what I did, I didn't have any iodine. So I just put some iodine salt on there. At least the respirator tasted good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, um, (laughs) I like those one word answers. Uh, no. I wasn't yeah. buying that anyway. Okay. No. But I mean, have, have you been getting like messaged and you know, here's the way yes. to beat the crime and, and they're, yeah. they're kind of like uh, old wives tales. And then as why the standard I, rule there is, is wash your hands. What? Yeah. There is one that I know for sure works and that is leeches. If you put the leeches on, you're going to be good and you have to wear the pointy hat and say the funny words, but <laughs> leeches. So you heard it here first, Doug Bassler, the co-host of this Doug and Marty versus the world and congressional candidate says leeches is the way that it might be in a Bernie Sanders or or Joe Biden. I'm just saying. A nice bloodletting, a little bloodletting. I'm feeling a little faint. Oh, put another bleach on his forehead. He'll be fine. Oh, Oh, yeah. So anyway, guys, gals, please don't fall for the, the scams. You know, so wash I, your hands. Yep. I you just know. saw another thing. So once again, um, Inslee, in the midst of this whole thing about um, putting environmental things in and gas policies in, just signed on a couple of days ago here. It says a a uh, requiring state of Washington to hit crucial GHG emission reduction target. Basically, it's going to drive the price of our fuel up again. Um, Average which in the midst of this time when we're all when businesses are struggling, when taxes have to be paid, when when people are wondering what's going on, he's still raising more taxes, still driving this crazy agenda. So he's got to go. We got to vote Republican. And uh, on that note, Mr. And just Bru- get the word out. Just yeah. get the word out. You know how Jay Inslee is battling the coronavirus? He's raising the price of gasoline. Woo, that will do it. You know, um, the government itself is going to suffer 
a definite uh, shortfall in revenue because yep. if you've been out on the streets around the Seattle area, there's not a lot of traffic. So you have this huge glut of fuel coming from Saudi Arabia and Russia who are in a price war right now. Did you know right. that? They're pumping it like crazy. Yep. A place in Kansas this week had it down to 99 cents a gallon. We can't do that here because we have 70 cents a gallon in taxes. So right. for 99 cents, the gas would have to basically be 20 cents, which is what it was when I was 10. Well, old. even if it's 99 cents and then you add on our taxes, that's $1.60. Bring it back. Bring Do it. Let's do it. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying it was 99 <laughs> yeah. cents in that other state, including taxes. Including okay, taxes. Because they yeah. have lower taxes than we do. But right. um, the... The, the, the point I'm making is, um, yeah, you know, this is what they wanted. This is the socialist thing they want. They want n nobody to drive. They want everybody to, you know, not use their vehicle. And what's that going to do to revenues? Also, you've closed down uh, retail establishments that drive sales tax. What's the one item we don't get taxed on in sales tax? Food. food, food. Yeah. yeah. So get, and what's everybody buying uh, other than toilet, food and yeah. toilet paper, <laughs> but, um, but there's no toilet paper left. So now they're forced to buy food, and, <laughs> which is probably a healthy choice. And um, I, I don't know, toilet paper probably could be tasty if you had gravy on it or something. And um, well, it's, it's a paper product. I'm sorry. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> well, you and Gibbons used to say you could eat a pine tree. Remember when they had gravy? Yep. Exactly right. Many parts so are edible. Did you see the news that uh, a certain lieutenant governor is not going to run again? I did. And I think after the break, we should talk about that because the reason he's giving for not running is, uh, well, my wife said it's suspect, but it might be kind of honorable. This is Doug Bassler. And Marty McClendon. This is Doug and Marty versus the world. Be right back. This is Claire. Claire has a great business and she wanted to advertise on YouTube, but she didn't know how. It was all so confusing. Setting up an account, choosing keywords and demographics, and she didn't know how to make a video. Then Claire discovered the secret to great YouTube ads. The experts at EasyYouTubeAds.com took care of all the details from account setup and management to producing her video ads. Now Claire's friends all want to know how she got so smart. EasyYouTubeAds.com. No experience necessary. For our government to work the way it was intended, citizens from all walks of life must volunteer to run for elected offices. But how do you begin? EasyPoliticalCampaigns.com can help. You'll receive expert help to navigate your campaign and communicate your message. From candidate filing to voters' pamphlet statements, fundraising, and social media, you'll find what you need to run an effective and affordable campaign. EasyPoliticalCampaigns.com. The road to victory starts here. Ah, there it is, the saddest sound in all of comedy. I used to yeah, say radio, is. but I think today is kind of the comedy show. Uh, four bells, the fourth round of Doug and Marty versus the world. My name is Doug Bassler. And my name is still Marty McClendon, and uh, we welcome you back. Thank you for tuning in on a good Saturday morning. Hope you're enjoying. Hope the sun's out still, right? Yeah, and yesterday was the first day of spring. That's that's awesome. Um, you know, I, I was really hoping for the early spring because uh, Puxicani Phil, the groundhog, did not see his shadow. So we were supposed to get an early spring. And then right after that, we had the floods that washed away most of Western Washington's mountains. Um, I will say this too. The yard is blooming flowers, but it's done like three times now. It bloomed, then it got froze. It got like really cold, then it got bloomed. So flowers are out. Keep them out. Hey, right? <laughs> that's right. 
<clears throat> well, I, I love I love being in the yard. And, you know, I've been over to your place. You have a very nice yard. I have a green space behind my house. And I always look forward to the leaves coming back because then I can't see my neighbors across on the other side of the green space and I get more privacy. But, you know, it's not like I'm trying to hide anything. I just, uh, okay, I'm trying to hide something. There we but, go. Um, no, I just, I love spring. Spring is great. Um, you know, spring is the time when kings go to war. You know, we, we talked earlier about, uh, you know, off the air about uh, this president is actually invoking some kind of war acts, right? Some war powers. Right. He's saying, he's kind of saying, I'm kind of a wartime president, you know, and we, we're, we're kind of at war. How do you feel about that, Marty? I mean, that's- Well, I know that it expands certain powers and access to money to do the things like uh, get respirator masks and get the testing kits and all that. I think the, the, the reason behind it is good, but it does bother me in a sense because we see federal government and state government getting bigger and, and, and demanding more. And we know there's a cost to this, a cost to our freedom, a cost to our finances, a cost to our economy. Uh, and we don't want it to be irreparable. We want to protect people at the same time we want government to actually serve. And so this war powers opens up uh, the purse strings, basically, and opens up the powers to help. That's great. I want that to be receded as quickly as possible once the crisis is gone. Um, but I wonder at, during the time when we had the war on drugs, that was kind of different too. There are different things, right? That didn't work. So we want to make sure that this, this works. This mitigates the issues that we cut the curve, that we can all go back to some semblance of a normal life and, and then find a way to, to deal with this by giving relief to people at the same time dealing with the debt we have, the national and the local levels. Because it's not sustainable. So we need a strong economy again. We need, we need to be free. So that's what I think. Well, it's, um, I think probably one of the biggest benefits that we have right now from this crisis is the fact that our strategic weaknesses are being exposed. So uh, somebody good. said the other day, I think it was uh, Geraldo Rivera said, said, we're, we're learning about, you know, our strategic weaknesses the hard way. And I, I was like yelling at the, at the uh, TV, you got it wrong. We're learning it the easy way. This is the easy way. Everybody's locked in. And then we realize, hey, wait a minute. We get all our medicine from, from China. Right. That's probably not wise. What if we got in a war with them? When we depend on all our parts for a lot of our military and parts for things and parts for businesses from China, our supply our chain needs to change, right? Our TVs, the our idea cars. Of, Did you the, know that, that a lot of our car, our cars were not going to be able to be built because there's missing components that come from foreign countries like China? Exactly right. So the idea now of America first, of built in America, has always been popular, but now it actually, oh, that makes sense. And if we know that it's in made in Michigan, we can get it. We can still sell it and, and, and produce it. So um, I think it's amazing how, like you said, the lights are turning on. People are not being aware that in a global economy, we still have to be very protective of where things are, where we get our resources. And so, and being an exporter, not as much of an import. That's why Trump's doing these new trade deals, you know, uh, and doing well with them as well. Right. And we've also learned that borders are good, walls are good, right? So it's like we're, we're seeing a demonstration in real time that Donald Trump is correct, yep. right? That we need to have our own manufacturing. We need to bring our, still manufa our steel, 
I said still. You did, yep. That was a very Spokane way to say it, which is where I grew up, by the way. Shout out to all my buddies there in Central Valley. Um, the steel should be made at home. The antibiotics should be made at home, right yes. here. And when I say at home, I mean I don't mean at our house. I mean in the United States of America, right? And that was, uh, saw Marco Rubio the other day, and he said, you know, we couldn't have won World War II if we didn't have factories that we could say, stop making refrigerators and make ammunition, you know, Correct. stop making yep. luxury automobiles and make tanks and planes, and right? That, that's where we've been uh, harping on this about education, about uh, training kids to know how the skills available, right? Now we're a seven million workers short in the skills. We need that. In the case, if we ever do have the mother of all wars again or whatever, we need to be able to have manufacturing. We need to be able to have plants. We need to be able to have people that can do things uh, and, and not basically ship it off to foreign shores. So you're right. This is an opportunity for us to, uh, to assess where we are. And it happened in a time for where we're home uh, where this is terrible, but it's not war. Uh, we didn't find this out with our pants down, so to speak. So uh, I think uh, you're absolutely This is so not war. It's ridiculously not war. This is vacation, brother. This is vacation. Yeah, I want you to know this is not war. Yes. Uh, I saw a meme the other day about, you know, our parents, you know, we're called to go to war. We're called to stay home. It's not the same, right? That would be the opposite (laughs) of going to work, brother. (laughs) And sit on our couch, or we'll actually work at home, but still. Being encouraged, you know, um, I saw that you've been putting our our shows online. This is a good time to catch up. People can go back and, you know, uh, we had uh, Kevin Gerald on here doing that Naked and Unafraid, you know, Mm -hmm. story. Maybe grab that book and read it, you know, do, do use the time, you know, some, some of you actually do need to just get some sleep you know yeah, it's like we, we run all the time and we're always busy maybe just having to not have to commute two hours a day maybe you could have a nap you know maybe you could like read you know read the paper or something um do something for entertainment that's, that's that was what callie said when she said she wanted to read this book out loud she's like and i want it to be a novel and something that we does doesn't mean it's just for fun right. i was like wow who would have thought, right? Because we, you know, I'm like goal-oriented business guy, right? Got to right. do productive things, political, man, stay busy. And, and she's like, why don't we just relax and, and enjoy it and go, you know, go to bed early and get up early and watch the sun come up or whatever. You know, I mean, this the is things that we wouldn't think about. What an opportunity to recharge and, and hit the ground running when this all gets passed over. And I agree. But stay well, do, vigilant. And they also yeah. expect a big baby boom here in about nine, ten months. Well, right. imagine that. Yeah. So know. maybe uh, parents and maybe moms and dads will reconnect and, you know, their so, lives will be happier. Yeah. Yeah. So this is also a time while people are evaluating where they're at, you know, and in a crisis, did I prepare enough? Do I have enough for my family? Can I provide for them if this event got worse? If my, is my job stable enough? So I'm sure there are a lot of people out there in an economy that's still strong, that still has a lot of job openings. Uh, there's opportunities for growth, for learning, for taking classes while you're off or, go, or uh, changing careers. And so uh, I mentioned at the end of the break, last break, that my opponent for Lieutenant Governor, Cyrus Abib, who won and has served the last four years, is not running for re-election. Yeah, he's going to be going to the priesthood. Yeah, it's going to become a Jesuit, a Jesuit priest in the Catholic Church. And, uh, you know, good for you, 
Cyrus, as long as you're not messing up our state anymore, I, I think I can go for that. I'm well, happy. you think about it, if you are, and now you have to understand, and, I'll, and shout out to Cyrus, I mean, I, I disagree with him 99% of the time on policy, uh, and, and we fought a spirited race, and, and I lost uh, in that race. But I will say this, that takes a lot. He was uh, in, in the House, except the state record for fundraising for a House member won it. Two years later, he's in the Senate. And then two years later, he's in, he's a Lieutenant Governor. And, and all three of those races, he set state records for fundraising, for campaigning. And, and the man is, is, is blind or legally blind at least. Um, so it's a testament to what he can do. And to, at that point, say, you know what? I've been praying. And I'm going to completely shift gears and go a different direction. And sir, okay, I don't know what happened, but I, you know, I'm actually happy for him that that's his calling. You know, and for you and I, we've been in the pulpit or in ministry, and we've uh, we shifted gears and been called into the media and into political realm. So it happens to us. If you're I haven't shifted gears, brother. I'm you're guiding. I, I'm doing it all. Right. Well, I'm doing well, everything. I'm We're preaching. shifting into things, but Worship the idea you. is when you stepped out the first time for, to run for office, it was a new thing for you. Yeah. It wasn't something that, oh, okay. Uh, and it's, it's encouragement. So anyway, shout out to him, but it does leave opportunities there that, you know, obviously uh, we need to be looking at. Uh, this this could be this a crazy 2020 election year just got more crazy. Yeah, it did. Maybe you should run again for, you know, maybe they'll vote for you. That's right. Make a good choice this time. Make a good choice. Time. Um, <laughs> so do you want the good news or the bad news? I want the good news. I'm an, I'm an optimist. Sorry, I'm so. going to start with the bad news. Oh. No, I'm going to start with the good news. The good news, Tom Brady uh, left the, pa- the, the Patriots. Yep. The bad news is he's going to Tampa, not to Seattle. So. Well, he's still in the NFC, which means, uh, well, he's now, he's now in the NFC, not the AFC, which we might actually see him more often now than we did before versus seeing him at the Super Bowl. I want to see him opposing us. I want to see him I know. on the side. Well, what I'm saying is. What is he? He's, he's 87 years old, right? He's, he's, he's 103. <laughs> and he's, you know, he still knows how to throw a football. He's a you Hall know, of Fame quarterback already. And he's still, um, what, 40? He's 40-ish. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's way elderly. I mean, he is grandpa Tom Brady. And even when he loses a, a game, he gets to go home and cry on a pile of money with his supermodel wife. So I, you know, it's all good news when you're Tom Doesn't Brady. It, you know, you just mentioned, <laughs> isn't that something like the Donald Trump, the president, right? Uh, go home and cry on a ton of money with his supermodel wife. On a big pile of money with his supermodel wife. Yeah, um, come on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I don't see him crying, though. There we go. Well, I feel bad because I just broke my Sheraton pen and they're out of business, so I can't get another one. Well, the, the entire Sheraton's not out of business, but... It's a local one, right? Yeah. So we were having our Eastside Republican Club meetings over there at the Sheraton in Bellevue and another casualty of the coronavirus. They are done. They said not only did their you know revenues drop below acceptable and they didn't just close for the duration, they said they're closing permanently. Wow. And wow. so that's, uh, you know, we need to be praying for our businesses, our business community. And, and I love the idea of buying a pizza, go to the drive-thru, you know, you know, if you can find a way to patronize and, and uh, you know, shop with your local, your local small businesses, man, they can sure use your help right now. Yes, they can. Right. Also, like Doug mentioned before, we are putting our podcast, former shows online, go to Facebook, our Facebook page. I think it's eyes on Washington and Doug and Marty versus the world. 
find us. We're linked to it. We're there. And, uh, yeah. We're you everywhere. Can iTunes and TuneIn and all the different apps, Apple, iTunes, and so forth. So. We do have DougAndMarty.com, but I haven't updated it in like mm, 17 years. So it's ba- basically an old, um, you know, HTML page. But, you know, you never know. Things could happen. Any rate, I hope you have a great weekend, Marty. Are you planning on going, uh, you know, out in public? Or are you going to hunker down with your Perel? Uh, we are going to be in the yard, uh, hopefully enjoying some sunshine, doing some yard work, and, uh, you know, hanging out with the puppy. So there it'll we go. Be, it'll be good. Well, we'll see you all next week. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Bye.